0: the Race 22 Podcast. Race 22 Podcast with host, Race22.com founder, Mr. Langley Austin.
1: Yes, we're officially back. Monday night, we brought you the relaunch of Race22 Radio, and that featured an interview with Josh Berry of Junior Motorsports. We talked to him about a wide range of topics, including engines, Martinsville, and even spindles. You're going to want to hear his take on all three, especially the spindle. Here's his entire interview from the show. Uh, we welcome uh, Josh Berry to the show. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, you're the you first guy to say, hey, man, I want to be on the show. So you're the first guy on the show. You know, not that's. Here. I Humps mean, well, it. I will say Nick Payne said that he wanted to be <laughs> on the show. But we was afraid Greg no. Marlowe would show up and beat him. Okay. <laughs> so no. we, we didn't want to have him on the show. So <clears throat> I'm sure Nick's listening somewhere and not real thrilled he's about it. He's never going
2: to live that down.
1: <laughs> no, no, he's not. He gets mad every time I mention him. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, man, uh, like I said, it's great to have you on here. And, you know, <clears throat> one of the things that, you know, we want to talk to every one of our guests about is, you know, what you guys have planned for the season because, you know, y- you guys don't really necessarily put out, you know, anything, you know, talking about what you're going to do for the season. Um, so we, we don't really have any insight other than assuming. So go ahead and tell us, you know, what you got planned for this season.
3: Um, right now our plan is um, I'm going to run the full Cars Tour schedule and as well as more than likely Martinsville and probably Myrtle Beach. I'm probably scaling back a little bit over what i have the past couple years just because um we're lacking a little bit on the funding side and uh we're just kind of going a little bit different direction with that but we're still going to do a lot of racing we still have another uh, young kid um, from california adam lemke that's going to drive 20 races for us so we're probably going to have a couple a couple other uh drivers here and there once it's all said and done but um you know it's just uh just uh, how it is nowadays, it's so tough to find funding. I mean, you see that on anything. And uh, luckily Absolutely. we have a really good partner with All Things Automotive that has you know, been a part of our car store program last year and again this year. But uh, outside of that, we're probably not going to race a whole lot. Gotcha. Well, that's, that's not good for the fans, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's part of it. But, um, you know, in the end, it's like I said, you got to, you know, at the same time, it's, I mean, uh, listening to you guys talk, I mean it's 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 hard to go race other places nowadays too yeah. so i mean at, at the same time i mean it's a. Uh, sure yep. i mean you look at look at it i mean from a financial trying to, basis it's I tough mean, i mean yeah that and just like you said the rules and everything you know everything that goes on with it i mean it's just yeah. not easy i mean you you were already alluding to it early on that it's just not easy to just go run you know that that's what the cars tour provides you can you, you have a series with the same rules and the same people every week, and you can go to different tracks. I think that's
4: their hook. I'll be yeah. really honest that's with it. you. I, I think that that's the best thing that they do, and I, I mean that. I think that they at least have some consistency – with the fact of, I'm not going to say calls or judging or whatever else, but you know the pit pass is going to be X. It's going to be here at this yeah. date. Yeah. It's not changing. If it does change, they are doing everything that they can to yeah. fit it because they understand that everybody's making a travel from here. Just like you here. said,
2: though, why don't everybody else say yeah?
4: Because that's not how we work, right? <laughs> like, we, we don't work that that's we ha- see. That's what we need to do. Correct, and that's why that I think we needed to do this. I think we need to do this because and people may hate us when we're done, and that's okay. But all I don't understand is how how do we – we were talking about this off-air a little bit ago. We have 15,000 people at Bowman Gray Stadium. And I've talked to three promoters in the last two days. Langley's been involved in one of them. And some people say, well, I don't want to race like that. Well, that's cool. I don't necessarily want to race like that either. But if that's what the customer wants, be it the fan that can bring – the money even a guy with high profile like you how, how is that not what we're after uh, <sighs> i don't want you down there beating your heads in you know yeah. what i mean I, I don't necessarily need to see a wwf match in there yeah
3: i don't know i mean one one thing that i've always thought ever since because i grew up racing in tennessee sure at, Na- at nashville fairgrounds that's kind of where i watched races and then moving out here i think one of the uh Biggest differences, I feel like, is just the lack of support divisions. You know, I mean, I remember when I was younger, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, watching races. I mean, you had races on the quarter mile at the Nashville, uh, Nashville. You had them on the 5.8s. And, I mean, you had 20 street stocks, 20 pure stocks, 20 front runners, 20 legend cars. And, I mean, those were the best races of the night. And sure. around here, there's just, there's just nothing, really. I mean, like, I remember Nashville used to have to run – when they went to the and it's pro- I haven't been there in a no- number of years, so I, I can't really say if it's still successful or not. But I just remember back then. You well, know, they still
4: packed the place.
3: They they ran late models before you know trucks and sportsman cars because everybody would leave for the late model race. You know, and I, I think that's something that some of the local tracks around here lack. I think because you have your super you know you, the car store or even you know in the past where U A R A you have a late model touring division, and I just think that. I mean, I, I would like to see Hickory pay a 2,000-win street stock race every week. How many people would build street yeah, stocks and bring them out for there and beat sure. the hell out of yeah, each other? For sure. I mean, I think – I mean, that's what – I was just I think Dylan, They had 50 of them. I mean, and it it at was like and I mean, yeah, the, the Modifieds are all, all – you know uh. – I mean, but still, the other divisions are just as good. Yeah. I mean, there's just as many rivalries and
2: racing in this Most tracks series. I go to, a mini-stock race is the best race oh, of the night. Mini-stocks
1: or street-stocks, almost every, race. Almost every so track you know, to go to. Nobody Pay wants to see eight lineup. cars.
4: Yeah. We talked about this earlier, but I think maybe before you were here. Nobody wants to see you go over there, and there would be eight cars, and you completely toy with the field from a half a lap in front of them. And nobody, like, that's terrible for the sport. It's great for you, no, that, and that's what you're supposed to do. That's your job. You're doing it perfect. But as far as we can't, I don't know what we got to do to get more people
2: to be more what Langley did. He, he black flagged later at Franklin County. If you got yes. the big lead, he'd yeah. black flag
1: him. To- Tony Hausman, great example. He was leading a U-car race one night, and I, we had a caution, and I walked out on the track. And well. I told him, and I'd I'd been telling him, slow down. You know what I mean. He's got a mild lead. Just make it look good. You know what I mean. Don't kill him. You know what I mean. And I told him, I said, I said, hey man, you got an oil leak. And he said, I do. And I said, no, but you're about to. <laughs> I said, do not leave the field, and he stayed right there with him. Won the race. I mean, it, you gotta have a show. Right. At the end of the day, it's your job to dominate, and it's the promoter's job to make sure you don't dominate. I mean, that that's it.
3: I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think. I know that y'all are alluding to Motor Mile. I think that's one of the, was one of his problems. I mean, I've been there nights when it goes 150 laps, green flag, yeah. and yeah. and then they go right on their website. You know, colossal victory for <laughs> Lee. Pulliam. He wins by 17. seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's like you said. That's great for Lee. That's great for
5: me. Sure, right. But, but it's not good for the whole. Who's right? gonna come watch that? Right. Right. Well, right. I mean,
3: no. I just. I mean, to me, I think that's really was one of the bigger problems with them. Was just. And it's just the fact that Philip and Lee are so good there, and then that's yeah. what's
1: kind of hurt. Uh, it's I mean. always somebody there. Yeah, somebody always dominates and really kills the field. And that's, I, I do think that they've made this part public, that there is no qualifying at Motor I've heard rumors. And yeah, I heard rumors. And that you draw for too. positions. Well, they draw numbers. Yep, yep, you draw for positions every race.
3: So That's awesome. I, I and I
1: agree. It's totally they are the some of the changes that they're making, and I don't want to let all the cat you know cats out of the bag because I don't know that they have because I don't know what's public and what's not. Um, but some of the things that they're doing is good for the racing, like you going to Hickory and starting in the back. I don't know if bonus money or whatever it yeah. was. I mean that was awesome. I, I, even though I mean y- yeah you killed them, but at the end of the day, at least they got to see some passing on, on the way. Got to yeah. have that. We've got to have passing.
5: We're
4: trying. We're trying. Uh,
1: I, and I do think that some places are trying. I, I, I will tell you one racetrack that I am thoroughly impressed with how the racing's been, and that's South Boston. I mean, that place, Every I went there yeah. three, well, technically four times I showed I went to Orange, uh, Ace for the uh, car store race and then left as soon as the checkered flag flew and got to the last uh, 40 or 50 laps of the second twin. And those races were awesome. They're side-by-side side almost every lap. I don't know if it's the F50 tire. I don't know if it's their two-tire rule. I don't know what it is, but the racing there was spectacular. Hey, you didn't run up or any this past uh-huh. year, did you? Just the race. Yeah. yeah. I
2: think it's I think it's that tire and then the pavement's finally coming in now from when they when they paved it a few years ago
1: or whatever. The racing's spectacular. Yeah, yeah I, I mean really. it,
3: it was repaved and then now the bottom grooves Ran on enough that it's actually losing grip. So like in our race, the groove just kept going higher and higher yeah. as it cleaned off. Big
5: speed. Yeah. Yep. I mean
3: that's the biggest thing with a lot of the tracks around here. I mean even like Hickory. I mean Hickory's multi groove racetrack, but yeah. it's never clean enough right. to race on it. Right. I mean you, that's why like if you ever go to a tour race or a pass race or something like watch the last fifty laps, the groove's wider and wider and wider and wider. I mean that's because it's finally clean enough that you can go there. You know for a normal Good normal show, it's just not. I mean you can't. Yeah. I mean it's just too dirty to run on there. And I think you know obviously they. A nice facility, and it's oh, for sure. Oh man, I think um, I don't know how I feel about the harder tire thing, but I, but it, it, with all this talk about cost, I mean, I would say the number one, even for for us, when we look at what we spend for a year, tires is the one that always st- you just 100%. say, holy cow, we spent yeah. that much on tires. So I mean, anything you can do to bring the tire costs down, I think, is going to be a plus. You know, and if the racing's good, then it works.
1: Do you know how much you spent on tires last year? No, I don't. No. I'm not, no. i not. I, do, I, I, I don't ask those question. That that would be an interesting number to know. <laughs> I I really I really don't know that.
3: Well, I really didn't. It be an interesting <laughs> <to> <laughs> yes, know.
1: it would. I, I mean, hey,
2: hey, to his to his defense though, and I've always known this. People think Josh Berry drives for Junior Motorsports, whatever. It ain't like you think. Trust me on that. He's got the same five guys he's had for the yeah. past ten years, and they work on the car all the time. They know what they're doing. They're just like anybody else. There's six or seven more teams that's spending way and more that's money oh, than yeah. he is. That's, yeah. that's, that's something that, that I really
4: told Langley that I wanted to do. I, 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 I want him to tell us his normal day or normal week. I, I get a chance to be in front of so many young people, people that are 13. 15, 17 adults, whatever, that are involved in racing, and they call me, and they want to know, hey, well, man, I, I just unrolled my car. It's now Thursday. And I'm not saying you got to unroll your car on Monday and yeah. makes you win races, but I just rolled out it helps. On, <laughs> on Thursday, and it's 830. Can you give me some springs to put on this thing? And I think to myself, I wish you know how beaten you already are. Because you have no idea how hard guys like you, guys like Lee Pulliam, Chad McCombie comes to mind down there, and how hard them guys are going already. They've they've beaten you. Yeah. I mean, if so, as long as something doesn't happen, you're 10th on back to them. Because th- there's not a yeah. – there's a reason those guys continue to win over and over. So – that's one thing that I want to do. I want to bring more people that don't know you, Josh, or don't know whoever. I want them to know how much you grind during the week because they only see the, man, he's walking around with his JR2 stuff <laughs> on. We're doing this up, you know, and and, <laughs> and, it, and it's not it. That's no. not the grind. That's not the real life of what this is.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've been in a very fortunate position, especially the last four or five years, that I'm actually – I work for the team. Sure, team. You know, we have a couple – other employees along with myself so basically and we have three cars um working on a 4 car. pull your mic up to you there a little bit is that a little better yeah yep yeah we have uh three cars working on a fourth car and basically throughout the season my job is pretty much aside from the development part of it with our other driver is to maintenance and work on my own race car. Yes, see, I mean
4: and that's something I want people to know. I think people think, oh, he just shows up with his helmet and goes out there. Uh,
3: at <laughs> no, Myrtle no, look, Beach, there was a crowd. They happening. changed
2: the motor. Was that the fastest motor change I've ever done in your life? The one at, that uh, that one at, at, at Wake County was. Yeah, Wake County. Oh, yeah, was Wake County.
3: Because like, uh, I had I mean, other
2: drivers that was like, I've never seen anything like this in my I mean, life.
3: That was they got practice. I mean, that, I think uh, I, I, that was one time that I can really remember of people up to me and being like, wow, like I never knew that you could, you know in there, and but I'm it's the same <laughs> thing over and over
4: if you look at the guys, most of them that dominate through the deal they they follow kind of a certain path that yeah. there's just there's not many I know this will annoy a lot of people also, but there's not there's not tons of kids just rolling in there with their helmet bag and just pounding everybody's eyes closed, and I think everybody gets confused about oh. that. I think this we're in this deal where you can buy it, you can buy it, you can buy it well, great I mean. Jay and I get our tubing. J, <laughs> I Arch- can right. Jay and I get our tubing at the exact same place. Yeah. Right. I, I, it's not. I just don't understand why these. There's there's a work ethic that has to happen. So <laughs> I mean, that's what I want you to. You
0: know what I mean.
3: This level of racing is the most competitive. I think. I agree. At, you know, versus, I mean, especially. I mean, maybe not cup. Maybe not Xfinity. But I mean, this is the most competitive. I mean, I think that's why you see. Aside from their age, I mean, a lot of these younger drivers come in, and this is maybe like their first real, sure, you know, shot Taste at running something. Yep. I mean, I, but it's it's hard to win because you're, everywhere you go, I tell these kids that drive for us, I tell Sam, Anthony, all of them um, that have drove for us, that you're racing the local heroes everywhere you go. Right? I mean, you're not going to roll into South Boston and, and – uh, Kick Philip Morris's ass. You're not doing it. no, you're not. You No. So in,
5: but Philip
2: F- <laughs> Morris <laughs> six seven years ago went to a Speedway try win the national championship. been oh, yeah. drive one of his cars. He finished about
1: sixth. That was embarrassing. He that, finished that. about sixth both I mean, races
2: because they're no locals. Where you
5: go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's
3: so. I mean, in the preparation part of it, I mean, it's even this is I feel like even changed so much. Of course, of the, that I've known, and I mean we, I mean, I can't operate like that. I mean, I, I, like, Monday, my car is clean. Sure. You know, you're moving on. you you got to make a plan. I mean, now it's almost getting to the point even with us. Like, we've been together so long that – and we all know each other so well and work together so well that, I mean, we're working a month in advance. Sure. You know, I mean, we're – like, our car is 95% ready to go to Southern National for the first cars to race in a month, but we're working on Orange County. What are we going to do right. for there, for that big race, the 30 – you know, so, I mean, you just – I mean, it's without a doubt. I mean, you got to be prepared, and it's so – You know, it's a different game than it was 20 years ago.
1: During race season, what is a typical day for you? What time do you get up? What time do you go to work? What do you do during the day? Kind of explain that to us. I get up about 7,
3: and then get To work at eight and work at seven work. at night,
1: yeah. I've never seen seven in the morning, <laughs> yeah. There's one seven of them? in the morning, <laughs> yeah. There's two of them twice a day. I,
5: Dang. We typically I don't catch work, the early one very much.
1: We typically work eight to five <laughs> at our shop,
3: and and uh, if we got to work later to get stuff done, we'll work later. If we are in good shape, we might leave a little early, but for the most part, that's our that's what we do. I mean, and 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 we obviously clean and repair and maintenance the cars, and I, s- I set up my own car and the other kid, Steven, that just walked in here with some beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he sets up the uh, uh, nine car. This year it's going to be a different number. but And, you know, we have a manager, Brian Schaefer, that works for us, and he keeps us all getting along and on the right track, and, and that's pretty much how we operate. Y-
1: your man brought Zach Bruinger and beer. Yeah. I mean, Charlie. they they were bringing a good time with him, <laughs> weren't they? You can't get more messed up than <laughs> that right there. <laughs> well, we were talking about
3: today about <laughs> what our topics would be, which we've actually already – I'm impressed with even the fact that we didn't go straight to Martinsville, <laughs> straight to Motors, or straight to Spindle. So I'm actually enjoying nah. this pretty good that we we're, we're talking about well, that. We're so. definitely going to going there. G- I, there. There. I'd, I'd I mean, thought about it. I know we'll uh, be there. W- yeah. One
5: question
1: from the uh, – from the thing online. Let me find it. I just I don't know where it went. Uh, <coughs> Matt uh, Cheatham wants to know, you know, we know you're running Martinsville. Are you running the triple crown or are you just running Martinsville?
3: Um, I'm not to, you know, especially with last year with how well we ran at Martinsville it kind of has crossed my mind. I, I think um, with the situation that we're in it's probably going to be more of a decision once it gets closer. I think if we if we have a good start to the year and, and don't tear up a lot of stuff and, you know, had a good run we'll probably probably try to make those races if but if, like I said, if we if we don't have a great start to it, we probably won't be there.
1: One one of the questions from uh, from Facebook from earlier is probably the most commonly que- asked question that you get. What, why are you not an infin- X- Xfinity rider? Why has N- Junior not put you in an Xfinity right?
3: I mean, it's all about funding. I think. Uh, I mean, it's just it's like I said earlier. It's so hard to find it, and I mean, the fact of the matter is, is Dale Dale Junior has given me a great opportunity in what I do, and he's already. I mean, he he. he changed my life with the opportunity that he gave me to bring me over here to put me in a late model I mean I'm working for him I've been working for him a long time but he's not my dad he's right. not going to spend four yeah. million dollars right. for me to go race yeah. If, yeah. If, if if we could get a sponsor to give us four million to go run an Xfinity car and he had to do a couple of appearances I'm sure he, he would do it, it for me 100%. but it just hasn't been that easy you know we, yeah. we've worked hard to find the opportunities that we've had and I think you know on my side of it you know, looking back on it, I probably could be, you know, even though us racers love the grassroots, you know, sure. work on your own race car, sure. you know, when it comes to making it, working, knowing how to work on your ra- own race car isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to do it. Yeah. You know, it's I, right. know. I agree. I mean, I, I try to tell. Days but, are long but, but, gone. but you're still trying to continue that dream, though, right? I mean, to a point, but, I mean. I mean, you can only do so much. You, you can know only I mean. do so much. I mean, and I'm so set in my ways now. I mean, I love working on my own race car. I love doing all that stuff that's <laughs> so, so hard that I – to go, you know, and just, I mean, now it's about pounding down people and and trying to build partnerships and get sponsors to keep racing because the fact of the matter is, as long as you got a sponsor, you're going to race nowadays. That's exactly right. You know, I try to tell (laughs) younger drivers that, you know, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, you know, I do wish that I was, if I was more knowledgeable and could have figured out a better way to to do that, and I might be a better, you know, being a better physician now, but – Ultimately, you know, working on my own race car and doing all this stuff is what I had to do to keep the opportunity that I have. So, I mean, it's just you're way, you know, I mean, you just got to weigh it. I mean, yeah. how, how yeah. you want to do it, you know. To
1: kind of stay in with the same category there, you run a race for some underfunded team. I can't remember who they were. It doesn't even matter. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, Ross Chastain kind of took that theory and made it work, which I guess he's out of a ride now, but maybe you'll get back in another one. But do you feel like if you would have went that path? instead of staying with the late model, that you would have went somewhere? Or do you think this is better for you?
3: I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, it, that's a good example because, I mean, he still – I mean, he was in a smaller ride, but it was yeah. still a pretty solid ride. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, th- it's definitely a balance between the two. I think you can't just be out there. You know, you got to be learning something. Yeah. You know, I think it definitely would help prepare you, at least seeing the tracks and, and yeah. getting involved in it. And, I mean, just being at the racetrack and meeting people and – building those relationships, I think, could be a good thing. But, um, it's uh, I mean, even Ross, I mean, he obviously built a, a relationship with the D.C. Solar and talked them into running three races. He wins one of them, runs second in one of them, and crashes out of the lead in the other one. But he don't have four million to yeah, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
4: I mean, I, I completely agree with that. So my my question is for what I think people would be, viewership of this show talk to the 13 the 14 the, the go-kart kid the quarter magic kid you know the things that worked for you and didn't work for you through your journey over the last 15 years 20 years as you see them coming in to replace you as you're moving up the ladder what is the advice you would give to them young kids because I'm telling you there's a, there's a little wave right here of young guys that are trying to make a push And they are they got their families, and they have all these people, and everybody's trying to grind in the right direction. But I don't think they know a direction to grind in. They're willing to work, but they don't know how to work. They don't know, should they work mostly on, should I watch tons of tape? Should I try to figure out what spring rates are and what a moment ratio is and what an upper A-frame is? Or do I play video games? Because that's an acceptable thing, right? I mean, which two generations ago, they would have laughed. They're... 5% 5% of the people at Hickory Sting yesterday have ever been in an I racing deal, right? And there's <laughs> legends over there, yeah. right? So yeah. so one generation ago, that would have been completely – they would have laughed you out of the – I remember when Shane Meal got the ride – I don't remember what the team it was. It was, I think, the Mike's Hard Lemonade car. And Jerry Kennan told me in the driver's meeting before the IRP race, he's like, you're never going to believe this. This kid had never seen this place before, but he drove it on a video game. And I remember there was all these old crew chiefs standing around, and they all started yeah. laughing. <laughs> and yeah. then you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, maybe we should get some video games for our guy because he just blew by us like we didn't have decals on the side." So, where, where do you give them help? Where, where, if you could, if you could go back to the 13-year-old version of you and say, "Hey, okay, I, I'm into this now. I have a lot more information than people on the outside. I get to see the inner workings of." Uh, Dale Jr.'s place, I get to see and talk to people, I get to be in the, in the Xfinity garage, I get to, how do they grind it? What, what What's what's their number one thing they could work on to make themselves better?
3: I think, I mean, and to start off kind of with my journey, like you said, I think the hard part, I feel like, with what I've had is, I mean, 16-year-old May's goal would have been to to run a late model. Yeah. To run, you know, some runs, sure. I mean, I raced a legend car, I had no, we'd, had no funding anything like that to that we would ever be able to put together a late model or do anything like that so I mean 16 year old me was you know happy with that happy with, when yeah. I got you know a chance to run the late model I'm like holy cow I mean I never thought in a million years that I was going to get to race a late model and then and then you know quickly after I moved moved here and become I mean really it was just about keeping that opportunity you know and, and um you know now and then it's like it sneaks up on you it's been four five six years and you know now I'm 28 and I wish I would have maybe done some things differently to that would have possibly helped me get a better opportunity at a higher level but ultimately I've still done a really good job for myself you know so I think that's a you know it's a, just a unique situation with me but I mean for the average racer I think as you know if let's just say you're not necessarily you know really really concerned about funding to at the late model level, sure. You know let's I mean? say, right. So
4: you're you're a limited um, guy. Let's let's put you this way. You're a limited guy that bought a car in the middle of last year. He tested, and now he's going to go to Greenville Pickens for this ten thousand a win race. What are some of the things he should be doing every week to help develop himself?
3: I mean, I think the simulators and stuff like that definitely help. I think, um, I think I felt like your question was a little bit more towards, like, a younger, sure. younger driver. Yeah, you know and that's, that's what, maybe that's, that's what maybe I Maybe working with a team. Yes. You know what I mean? Something along those lines versus, like, the Saturday night short tracker. You know what I mean? Well, but,
4: they all – I don't know that there is very many Saturday night short trackers that are 13 anymore. Yeah. Right? That that guy, the Saturday night short tracker, he's 52, and he's just doing it because he's got a good <laughs> business and he loves this sport, and I yeah. applaud him. I, I completely applaud him. But I, I just don't think he's the mass anymore. I think he's the minimum, and on that micro scale, I think I don't. I don't want to say he's a non-factor because there's a bunch of them guys that can still get it done. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I put David Roberts up against anybody. He's the man. I, you know what I mean? He, right. it, but he, he's not going cup racing.
3: Yeah, I think um, you know on that level at least, I feel like it would be beneficial especially with the team that you work with i mean these younger kids i mean you've got to be involved enough and and show enough worth at work ethic to motivate the people that work for you you know i mean that's what i've always tried to believe in i mean i've always tried to do work hard enough and do a good enough job to make people want to work for me you know i mean that's the big thing especially for for the you know you got to be invested you know you can't just Mm. Get out of the car and just go run and sit in the trailer and stare at your phone. That's
2: why I you've mean, had the same guys for ten years. I Correct. mean, I would say
3: that. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I feel sure. that way. I hope that I, I, you know, I hope that I've been able to do that. You yeah. Know? Um.
4: I'll tell you, you've done it. You don't have to hope that you, yeah. you've done it. You got a good group over there. I mean,
3: yeah. and so and just uh, I don't know. I mean, the overall picture of it. I mean, that part of it. I mean, it's really not going to be live or die, whether you know you know uh, what upper to run and all sure, that stuff. Sure, you know? I but agree. I mean, you got to be involved enough to make the people want to work for you and make them believe in you. And then, I mean, you really need to – the grind, I think, really nowadays is really turned into finding funding. I do too. I, I, think, mean, I think social is the grind. That. I mean, you got to put yourself out there, I think, and – and kind of go outside of your comfort zone and do some things that you might, some people might laugh at you sure. for, but I mean, you got to get out there and get your name out there to, to be able to find partners to, to do this stuff. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Hey, what are some of the things that you've had to do out of your comfort zone to get to this point? You know, share some of those things that you've had to do.
3: I mean, for me, just even, I mean, I moved here to go work for these guys when I was 19 years old, you know, I lived with Dale's stepmom. I mean, mom and stepfather for like two months didn't, you know, they didn't know me from anybody, you know, <laughs> and I'm just some dude living in their house. Right. You know, I mean, but so that's the grind. That's how it used yeah. to all work. That's the mean, way it worked. And, I mean, when I first started even, I mean, I worked at the Xfinity shop during the day, and then we did all the late mall stuff at night. I mean, I was the pit practice guy. I glued lug nuts on wheels, had to drive the pit stop car, clean it all. I mean, it was just – I mean, there's – there's whatever it takes. What, whatever, you just it takes. Do whatever it takes. I mean, that's whatever how, it takes. How bad you want to do it? Yep. I
2: like the way you've done it, though. You were talking about earlier, and I've seen other late model drivers is put. You didn't put all your eggs in one basket. You keep driving the late model and take opportunities as you see them. As we've seen other late model drivers, give up their hot sell, sell everything late model, and pay to drive three races in, in a starting park. You know. I just don't see how that's fun. And, you know, I, I think what you've that's done has been, been your best way. In my
4: opinion, that's giving yeah, up. Yeah, I
2: can't stand that. I just that's
4: that's When you get to that point, I think you've just made yeah. the decision, we're going to push all in here mm-hmm. and yeah. we're going to try to make a run. And yeah, but you I, I never haven't did seen that. Him. I
2: mean, you drove the late mile and took an opportunity. Oh, here's an opportunity. I can take it as I come, but I'm not going to quit doing what I'm
3: doing. You yeah. Know? I mean, I think – I mean, it was really an easy decision just because I've just – love short track racing and and you know i I mean i think so much i mean i think that you know these all these racetracks are just so competitive and it's so hard to win on these and that i've i mean i've really enjoyed it i mean i i've enjoyed that way more than going and running 35th in an xfinity race and and i mean it's so really for me it's a no-brainer
5: gotcha
4: how much do you think the culture plays into it because this is like its own little ecosystem right so you moved here. You didn't know tons of people. You got the his
2: brain's like this big. <laughs> now, I mean it is. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it's I, like I, I want it people his ear. to
4: understand the things that they don't hear, and people that aren't inside the ecosystem don't realize that this is its own entity. It's its own beast, right? It's its own group of people. Its own. How big of a part do you think that plays? How how deep do you think you have to get inside the groups in the mass of of racers or? other friends that are tweeting or sharing or – you know what I mean?
3: I mean, I think at at the level of the top three series, I think it's pretty big. I mean, because you even see – you see all these people that kind of bounce from ride to ride even in the smaller teams. Right. You know, I mean, they they know somebody at each team. You know, they can figure out ways to make the deals happen. I think so it's even harder to – and a lot of – and the people that work on those teams laugh at – me sure, yeah, sure they think i'm an idiot right <laughs> sure 100 that's why i wanted to say it try, right you know what i mean so yeah. and it's on such a different level that yeah you know, i mean th- those people think like why would you race a late model when you could go race an xfinity car and you know run last and <laughs> yeah. put right no 40 no. lap old tires <laughs> right. on no. pit stops yeah, <laughs> right. yeah i mean <laughs> i don't know, it's just it i mean you're right it is different i mean but once you get i feel like that's why it's just hard to bounce back and forth between the two i mean kind of once you get in that system you got to be in that system you gotta, i mean that's and it works i mean you see people you know i mean like gorilla joy i mean he's went from you know the worst worst ride and he's steadily yeah. made opportunities yeah. for himself and, and along the way met and and developed partners that have helped sure do that sure. you know i mean it's, yeah. that's his grind that's what he wants to sure do. you know he didn't want to rate i mean he could have raced late models for 10 years but yeah. you know that's that's not
2: what he did. So. And he busted his butt and didn't pay no money. I mean, he went out and talked to people and made it happen, yeah. too, you know.
1: Right. So. Uh, bouncing away from the serious for a moment, uh, Randy Weaver wants to know.
4: Oh, come on. Who, sta-
1: <laughs> who started to come on phrase, you or Herm? Who, I,
3: okay, I, I I did read that comment. Who is Herm? No, I Like Herman I was, Junior? I guess. I I, I, don't, I never yeah. talked to him. I Herm I know? I, I have no. I idea. didn't. I would have it assumed either.
1: it was Kenny Wallace. I don't know. I, no, oh, I don't know. I I think, read um, that. And I didn't. Know I what remember, it was. It's Randy Weaver. What do you expect? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't really a legend. remember. It. Yeah, he is a legend in his own mind. I remember it coming
3: about some in the time when he uh, was working with Daniel at Kingsport. I think. You know, I I think every now and then we would show up and watch Daniel and hang out with Randy and I guess that's how that's how he took it over. I don't oh know. Wow. I remember at Junior Motorsports for the longest time when I worked in the Xfinity shop that was everyone said that and everything was related to big time auto racing. <laughs> so I think those yeah. two he kinda took <laughs> he on, took on and then he took to a see that, you know, that was fresh content over there I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fresh content <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything's
1: fresh content over there. Uh, you mentioned Martinsville earlier, so let us dive in there. Um, my first question is you know, first off, you know, I appreciate you untagging yourself, you know, from that post about, you know, becoming a villain, but, you know, anyway, um, (coughs) well, it, uh, and I
3: think a lot of times you tag my personal Yeah, I get like 50 friend requests right away. I get confused.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's my fault. I get confused. It's me. I know that's my,
1: I mean, somebody probably thinks I'm a real asshole for saying (laughs) that, but, I mean, I know what you mean. Well, I mean, but you don't necessarily want to be Facebook friends with all all of those people. You yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. not what you're on there to do. But, anyways, um, as far as being a villain, do you do you see yourself in that way? Do you see what other people see?
3: I I don't know. So, I mean, honestly, I don't think so. I, I I think a lot of people think you know that I'm some spoiled kid. that... Sure. Has my late model stored stored in Junior Motorsports' <coughs> Xfinity shop, and all they they work on it and not yeah. really do nothing. And a lot of people we really have do an believe unlimited that. there's ferries yeah. floating around right. working yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah. and Everything, you know? yeah. like <laughs> I mean, I don't bubbles think, coming out the doors. Or, yeah. I have <laughs> an unlimited budget, and you know, so I think there's part of that. I mean, I and I and I remember the article you're f- referring to. I mean, I I probably have gotten more outspoken over the last few years, especially with all the rule stuff, because I mean, you just try to you know you try to give advice, you know, and it just sometimes it comes out the wrong way and sometimes you know um, make some people mad and doing that. But I mean in the end I'm just trying to do what's best for the sport and what I think is best for the sport. Do you yeah. feel
1: like it's important for you to be outspoken? I mean you are, I mean if we put them Somebody in a category, you, yeah. Philip and Lee are the top 3 late model stock car drivers. Period. There there is nobody else that fits into that list. So would you say that you need to be outspoken? I, I mean,
3: I think so. I mean, I think it helps getting a, getting an opinion out there. I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing. I mean, I, I don't think any of us, you know, if, if us three were out talking, I don't think any of us would have the wrong, you know. I, I mean, I don't think the motive would be anything other than helping the sport. Right. I mean, I I mean, I see things from, I mean, like I said, even though that we're, you know, we're a bigger team and, you know, we have funding and I know that I'm fortunate to work for our, on our own late malls and all that stuff. I mean, it's still, you see a lot of things from that perspective that really that make you see things a little different. See, and but
4: that's what I think is great, to be real honest with you, because he's got so many restraints that he has to fight. He can't get – I guess you could do whatever you want to, but on social media, when he leaves here, he's not F-bombing everybody from everywhere because I'm pretty for sure when he gets to the shop, his seats will be outside. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what people (laughs) misinterpret. I don't think they understand that even if they're villainizing you, to use Langley's terms, even if they're villainizing you, I don't think they understand the restraints that you're stuck under because you can't pull a Corey at 2 in the morning and (laughs) say something terrible (laughs) on social media. I've seen him pissed off. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I are talking to him all the time. I'm not saying that, but (laughs) But what what I'm saying is (laughs) he can't can't openly – he, he, ha- I, oh he yes, has to constructively yes. criticized yes. with doing it and I think yes, that's a of that's maybe something that Philip or Lee doesn't have to do because at the end of the day when they go home their cars are out back <sighs> right. and nobody's gonna tell them. But they still no, are yes. businessmen and they still got stuff to don't do Don't disagree. And I'm not putting yeah. either one of them down. I'm just saying that that's another burden that comes along with this deal that you're in.
3: I mean the I mean just everything related to the the money side of it with the motors and all that. I mean, I just look at it. I mean, like I said, I, I've done this long enough, and really, I'm, I'm fortunate to still be able to do this without bringing my own funding, my yeah. dad's money, basically, you know, yeah. to it. That I mean, I, I want to see the sport stay, you know, the cost of it stay somewhat reasonable. I mean, I don't yeah. want to see it go crazy. You know, yes, I mean? yes, it sure. just seems like the last couple of years have just been. Yeah just been kind of out of control with it i mean so for sure. i'm looking at it from the side of not what's best for me or junior motorsports or just what's best for it in general i mean i don't think yeah. you know i mean mm. you're
2: 50 years old you still like to go to hickory and, and, and see late models running yeah. on the track you know yeah. there's people still racing here
1: yeah pretty much yeah. i mean that's it and then the direction they have been going that's probably not going to happen i mean there's probably not going to be late models right i mean if you look at if you look at dirt racing i mean like with raceway they just basically did away with their late models because the cost had got out of control, you know, so they have a few races, I don't know, four or five a year with them, and that's it. And that is the direction in which we have been heading. And, you know, I I think it's good that you've been outspoken. You know, I know you were outspoken against the spec motor, you know, from day one, I believe. Um, Yeah, I mean, the, the motor part of it, like I said,
3: this is me seeing it from our perspective. I mean, the spec motor for us is not financially reasonable for us to do and we run we run two teams we
1: have funding all that it does not make sense to run spec motors who, who does
4: us. this spec motor help
1: I, I think it helps a guy who already had a you know That's built engine and built i think and, I, and I yeah,
4: but is, are there any of them left because two years yeah. ago you could buy a nice built clark motor cheap which were great motors and i don't mean that badly but it just drove the price to absolute nothing and by the time you were done, you still had more in it than what you did to crate motor, and you got less durability. So how did you win? Who, who actually won there?
3: I mean... I can't... I, I'm yet to figure out who... I don't know how we got to where we right, got. Right, that, that... From where, you know... I mean, because if you just think about it all, it's just... I mean, the whole, the whole motor thing, I don't even know how we got to where we, where we got, got there. We got there because it was
1: the wild, wild west. I mean, There was much, literally yeah. nobody at the top governing. I agree governing. with, you. I agree that's, with you. that's what
3: it
5: was. But I mean, there's,
4: we still have that.
1: Uh, sort of. The tracks have at least... Got themselves together and said, okay, we're, we're going to make decisions. Even if we do something a little different, we're going to collectively try to make decisions. And that's what they do when they have their operators meeting. Um, you Why know. don't you go ahead?
4: <laughs> we had a little <laughs> bit of that discussion earlier on in the office. Why don't you go ahead with that?
2: I don't know. If Langley put it that. all out there. Nobody's talked about jack nothing in four or five years about the rule thing. We got people – that's over NASCAR just because they went and raised their hand and said, hey, I'm going to do this, and all y'all listen to me, you know, and and I've said that before. And then they had this rules meeting, and they talked about
1: pretty much about nothing. And – Well, why don't you talk about it, Rod? I I think, in fairness, uh, the first rules meeting they had was extremely productive. Yeah. I mean, they got the the ducks in the right row there. And then what happened? And then I think this year's was not productive based on the the three-track. In my opinion,
4: nobody will stand up. And I'll say it. I'll say it. Nobody will stand up because what happens is when we get in these small groups and everybody agrees with each other. Nobody wants to say anything bad, and I'm happy. Because everybody's right. We're glad-handing everybody yeah. and kissing babies like this is some promotional deal. Yeah. And then we all leave, and by the time everybody gets home, all the rules are different again. Now, yeah. Yeah. Billy's got one spring, and Johnny's letting another. What What just happened?
3: Yeah. I like I said, I don't know. I mean.
5: Like, I'm not dogging the I mean, tracks. The crate, I just would like to you know have how. You the
3: Ford crate come in, and then you have the spec. Well, then the spec outdoes the Ford crate. And then the Harringtons kind of sliding in there, you know, coming uh, in. Yeah, and I mean, yes. and, and the problem that happened with it was that the rules just weren't defined clearly enough. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it just that's wasn't exactly what happened to the Harrington. I mean, that's really what happened. I think Chris's intentions were in the right place. They there. were. I think 100 percent pure. Yeah, 100 pure. And that just they were the rules weren't clearly defined enough that where you know some other people pushed envelopes and then it goes past, you know, and then the other time the intake that the spec just got back that was on it originally. Everybody's yeah. kind of forgot that. Right, so yeah. th- so think about that. If you do a chart of horsepower where that <laughs> comes in versus what we had three years ago. Yeah. But, um, so, you yeah, know, really, I mean, and like I said, I don't know how you got to where you had, where you, I mean, my thought the whole time has just been, I, I, I just don't feel like the late model stock racing needs a $28,000 motor. I'll that, agree. No. that needs rebuilt 1500, every 1500 to 2000 laps. and, the way I see it, <laughs> you need at least two or three of them because right. they take so long to get rebuilt. Right. And right. every time you send them back, they're ten or twelve thousand. And on top of that, you know, we're basing, like Martinsville, for example. Since we were trying to head that direction, sure. we ain't got but, there yet. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to name names. But you know, I, I, car A ran right with me in the straightaway, and he had a spec motor in. And then car B, I yanked them two car links. So sure. which spec motor are you basing the rules off right. of? Right. You know, I mean, because there's just such a wide range that you can do on those motors that really, I feel like, in that particular package, you almost need two setups. You need a one setup to run a Martinsville still straightaway, and then you need one to run a Langley straightaway. L- let's so be clear
1: when you say $28,000 motor, wh- which engine are you referring to? The spec motor. So you. I y- believe. I mean, y- I, y- I feel have like have priced it? it? To know that? I mean, not directly because it, it's not an
3: option that we've are you know, that we looked at. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I believe that it can quickly get to that point, yeah.
1: Interesting. Because there's a whole lot of other wait, numbers and I, and I'm, that And, I like said,
3: somebody out, might yeah. comment and say, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, I, there I will okay. be. I'll respect support. wait a minute. Hold I on. on. No, not to completely. It's like I said, for us, with our team, we run two cars. We run 20 races a year with two cars. It does not make sense for us to have those motors, and we're Junior Motorsports. So, how yeah. does it make sense for the – I don't yeah. understand. I don't – Right. That's just where I'm at with it. I mean, I just don't, I don't see it.
4: But the Harrington, all this, all the crates will get out of control here again soon too. Because it's already happening. It's already happening that people are taking motors and having punched as big as they can punch them, and we're going to use the blocks for X amount of races. And we're victims of our own circumstance. Sure. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see how we expect a customer, meaning. A customer of mine, a customer of racetracks, a, a, a person that wants to race. How we tell them? You got to spend sixty-five thousand without a truck, without a trailer, without one single tool, without you got a car with a battery, a motor. <laughs> you have no spare anything. How do we tell them That's this is where you start? start. <clears throat> it, it's it's. I, I think you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, the cost of entry is too high.
3: I mean, uh, wh- like, for example, to, again, using us as an example, I mean, when we went to go run Hickory in 2014, we ran the full season, and we ran the whole season on one 604 crate motor, and we put valve springs in at other time, and then if you look at the end of that year versus the year prior, in which we had built motors, and we never went above and beyond with getting them rebuilt, I mean, we pushed them probably too far. And, I mean, just you look at the numbers, it's just not even in, I mean, so, okay, so then you got 15, it's like, okay, well, we need to get these built motors redone. And then they're looking at us saying, well, why would we do that when we can just run our crate motors at Hickory? Right. But so many people just have the complete opposite look at, look as what I do there. So do you think
1: they're going in the wrong direction by getting rid of the 604? Because it's gone at the end of this year. No, because it's already
3: gone, really. I mean, it's too late now. I mean, I I think the Enforcer is a good... Yeah, I mean, price-wise, I mean, you get – it's more power and it's more affordable. So, I mean, I think it's a good compromise between the two. But, I mean, I think eventually the six up going to
4: – I brought it up at Myrtle guy. Beach and got body slammed for it. But I think you should have Harrington and you should have Robert and Charlie Long and they should be their engine. It comes from them, sealed. With They're the responsible Ford. for the parts in it with the Ford. Now you have two <laughs> independent guys both good at their crafts you have a chevrolet guy you have a ford guy you've given them both equal footing they're both top-notch businesses that have high integrity and i think that's one of the ways the super has been so effective the super was successful because you put the bond up and if your stuff was wrong you were wrong so it kept the motor deal at least a little bit under control yeah because the guy building it had some stake in what was happening, yeah. and he didn't want to give up. So there was accountability. But once that motor leaves Robert and Charlie's or, or Harrington's, God knows what you got then.
1: Well, yeah. I mean that's what happened with the Harrington. One hundred percent. It was a what ten thousand five hundred dollars. I mean, is that what it was? I don't remember like, what what it was like the, that? What is it
4: bill from him? I thought it was more. I thought it was more than that. Completely done for well, him. Uh, now it is because yeah. they
1: had you know tariffs and right. all that other crap. Right. And it drove the price I mean, down.
3: I think it's. I would say 15. I think that's not yeah. being, you know, too. I mean, not, I, mean, I think 15,000 is, pretty in,
4: I think. I just like it because it's durable. I mean, it's just durable. He, he had a couple problems, the Chevrolet Harrington's. He had a couple mm. problems with some fuel pumps or whatever, but
3: that thing is pretty good. I mean, it's been, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, and even that about the engine builders, I don't know how you can necessarily cut all the others out. No, you for know, sure. I mean, it, it, and Especially so many out there. hundred I mean, percent. And I mean, it, I, I don't have an answer. I mean, ho- I mean, hopefully, where they're at right now is equal, and everybody's happy, and we can stop messing with them for about ten years. Yeah, but I don't know if that'll happen. Achoo. So uh, we never really talked about Martinsville. Let's do it. I hey, know, uh, I we'll, well go
1: let's fix it. We go Martinsville. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and get to Martinsville. Um, dominated the race. Obviously, you've had a lot of time to think about it, look back at video. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um what's your what's your take on everything that transpired from your end
3: um i well. mean the race itself and the, just the practice and qualifying in the event i mean it was about as well i mean it's out of control i think would be the best way to describe it i mean just saw the rules and nobody knew what was going on and yeah you know that part but by the time we actually made it to the race i mean we had a i mean a phenomenal car i mean by far i mean i i haven't even really uh, we've struggled there a lot and and we had a great car, and I mean, basically, you just fast forward to the, you know, the what three to go or whatever, that the restart where Peyton gets the lead, and I mean, I, I feel like everybody has remembered, you know, the deal with Corey,
5: but yeah. but really they, they forget about that. They forget
3: who actually what happened first. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: which I. I mean, I would never seen anything like that
5: before it, in my Tommy life.
3: Tommy
1: Lemons told me that that actually happened. Has, I believe he told me that has happened twice that he knows of previously. He actually – I believe he told me – and if I get this wrong, he will tell me, I'm sure. But I believe he told me that's how he got the outside pole to get the win against Dylan Bassett. Oh, Was yeah. the scoring caution before they actually scored him second when he wasn't in second.
5: Yeah.
3: So. I mean, I, I'm sure there's been plenty of issues with, with scoring there before. I mean yep. – but, I mean, like I said, I, and, and honestly, I, I don't really know. I mean, I like, it caught us all off guard. I mean, and it was so close that, you know, we had – I mean, we had no idea. But, I mean, for the guys after that, I mean, ask CE. I mean, CE knew the deal when he lined up on that last restart. He knew come hell or high water, he was going to get to that start-finish line first. So, yeah. by, by the time that they
1: put me to second and everyone knew what was
3: going on, then yeah. shame on them for not being the first one to the line. That's all. I mean, that's oh, the way I see it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that was I a mean, good you move knew by the, him. You knew <coughs> yeah, I mean, you knew the for deal, sure. right?
3: I mean, you <coughs> knew how it was going to be. I mean, I, after that. You know, after the the restart that I got put to second, I mean, I knew on that next one, I mean, I wasn't going to be second. At the the line rules that were established at that point. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. The, the one you're really
2: talking really about, Tommy's talking about Dennis Setzer should, but have, Dennis been, Dennis should have been second because yes. he was pissed. Oh, yeah, I Dennis remember. Was, and you don't see Dennis mad. No. He was no.
1: not happy. <laughs> I, I mean, and honestly, it probably should have been fixed then, you know. And, yeah. and why we have that crazy rule, I, I don't have any clue. Yeah. Martinsville, do you still view the wreck the same way that you viewed it? Day, that day? No. I mean, obviously, you don't
3: you – know, I, I mean, the emotion of it, you know, I think I I still feel like – as mad as I was, I was still so proud of how well we ran that yeah. it kind of took away from it. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I studied the race. I've studied it. I I mean, I'm going to take it to my grave, I mean, thinking about that race. And, I mean, and looking back on it, I think um, there never really was a real clear view, but I'd say that it was – more than likely, probably more racing than I than I originally said. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I watched. I went back and watched every lap that Peyton ran, yeah. just about that I could see. Yeah. And, I mean, he entered way higher, like, a, you know, later yeah. and higher than Well, a I mean, lot that's what happened that to him around. after that. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, that's yeah. exactly what happened yeah. to him I mean, so after I mean, that. He, and, yeah. you know, in, in my defense going into that, you know, I was pretty sure that he was going to use me up. So, I mean, I can either... Enter into yeah. marbles and wait till he uses me up, or I can just race him and it yeah. just happened that you know we bumped wheels and I got turned around. I mean, um, I don't think it was intentional on his on his yeah. side. I mean, I think he meant to run into me, but I don't think he meant to spin <laughs> me out. Sure. I mean, and, s- and then I'd say from that point on, I mean, in races especially big races like that. It's like everybody's kind of getting along and it's like the first move like that that happens then it's on and then it's like everybody yeah. a- as soon as they saw me get turned around out of the lead I think everybody saw blood. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you had. really did. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. And and I mean from then on I mean that was like I said it was I don't even remember really
1: well what happened after that. Yeah, I mean and, and honestly everybody wants to dog Lane Riggs for what he did. Lane made one mistake. It wasn't diving down there. It's that he let up yeah, he led up and tur- he should have hit him in the left front there, and from he'd what been fine. You know,
5: <clears> and he, he could he,
1: he tried backing
5: out of he it. and got hit from so. behind. Yeah, yeah. And yep. Then that did. made it because yeah. but he was yep. way
3: too committed at that point. Whoever <laughs> was fifth was saying, "Oh, he's going in. I'm yeah, going I'm in there too. Like, exactly. all yeah. of them yeah. out of the way." Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I it just, think it was Philip behind him. I think it just all. I just all boils down to having a caution with twenty to go and bunching everybody up and kind
1: of. Do you really? Do you really think that matters? I mean, do you really not think that? Cautions are going to fall late in that race, anyway.
3: I, I don't know. I just feel yeah. like it, you're always just going to look back on that. I mean, more than likely there's going to be a caution, probably. But at least if it if it if there is, and at least you know that you know it was a. I always thought 50 to go,
2: and you get a little strung out, and then you got your fast cars up there, and you got a little more respect for each other when you're not on top well, of each was, other. It was. It
3: was 10 to go, yeah. and then it went to the 25. It okay 10, and then it went, okay. yeah, then it went to
1: 50, and then now it's like 30, 20, yeah. 10. Yeah. We're going to be right back.
2: You know, where, ten where laps was not a good idea.
1: Well, I mean, ten laps was a great idea when they didn't count caution laps. And that's what I think if they did that now, if they did 20 to go and didn't count caution laps, it would make a total difference in that. Yeah, it was dark
2: reason. one time we were there. Yes. Oh, I know. It, it was very completely dark. Jason York's yeah. victory lane was, was completely black. Yes. Complete. The, the, so uni, was Tommy uni- Limit. 76, they was Yeah, like
3: yeah the Tommy was dark, too. Yeah. yeah, it was really dark. Well, I think – and then you, you can very easily get rid of the whole restart, you know, because caution laps don't count, then – Whoever's the is the leader, I mean. do. The, well, they that, can get the rid problem, of that without with that race is yeah. that, and, and even the Cup Series has been through this. I mean, if you have a restart box, then you don't have any of this trouble. But nobody okay. seems to believe that. Right. I mean, you say here's point A, here's point B. The leader starts the race. He can start. Once again, in there's something that
2: works. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, right. Nah. The
3: leader can start <laughs> in between point A and point B. And by the time he gets to point B, if he has it gone, then it's game on. Right. But yeah. At least you have some sort of advantage of being the leader. I mean, at Martinsville, it's just whoever's—it's just a game back and forth of who's jumping more. Yeah, and sure. I mean,
4: traditionally, that's how it's come down to who's won what. Pretty much. I mean, that's it. You you got to be got to be right close to the end and hope that everybody else augers in. I, I mean, see, that's it.
3: I mean, that's, see, that's see, what happens. C said it best when he said, "It's like winning the lottery." It and is. That's, yeah. It is. And I learned that, you know, I mean, because really, because over the course of the years I always ran pretty much so bad there that I never, you know, I always excused my performance. Well, you know, this year I kind of got a reality of what it's like to dominate the race and lose it right at the end. <laughs> yeah. You but definitely dominated. It's like, almost like Bowman Gray,
4: though, if you think about it, right? We, I know you're the big Bowman Gray, and we've been talking about that some. <laughs> but think about that. Think about it. You don't go to Bowman Gray. There's, I'm not saying that you don't know who's going to win.
2: Like, I, I've been over there. Well, I don't know. And I think the funny thing is, they draw for positions all the time, but everybody says they just regular. But the same people win all the time. Right.
1: Well, for, for real. For the last yeah, 15 right.
2: years, right. Burt Myers and Tim Brown have been the only two people that win a championship for like 15, 20 years, other than scattered out through and here. Derek Stoltz starting a dead back. A.J. Sanders. A.J. Sanders. He wins I mean, 40 races a year. I mean, come out
4: of left field with that one, yeah. 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 Nice, yeah. For real. Well done, you're right.
2: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I, you, don't, you don't never know, though. You really don't. You know. just don't.
4: Like, I, I love the in-car from that place because you don't ever know, right? Like, you don't know, is this guy going to make it through this corner or is he going to – I will always stop on in-car from Bowman Gray.
2: Something I've given you credit, we used to – the crazy hitting each other head-on. Yeah. In the past four or five years, we've realized, damn, these cars cost a lot of money because the ones at Bowman Gray, they're not like they were in 1980 and some piece of junk no, looking straight stock. Yeah. They're a full-blown late model. You yep. know what I mean? I mean, they're nice. There's some nice rides over there, and they don't kill each other. And they can get all their parts to fix it here, right? Yeah, we ice, have a lot of them guys. Ice, ice, ice come here every week. I, I appreciate, <laughs> I, I appreciate them brains.
4: guys over there. Them guys, they grind over there. They're, yeah. they're not spending millions and millions. I mean, it's gotten uh-huh. bigger to where, yeah. you know, I think Jerry Hunt, didn't he he's pumped some money into a bunch of those things where they got, you know, big trucks and trailers and things. But oh, yeah. over there, there ain't no room to put all that big stuff. So I find it intriguing that they – they try to keep it on the cheap still? You know, they have the money? Well, that's
2: everybody said that's the cheapest place you can race. It, it is, by you know. But
4: what's amazing to me is, Tommy Neal told me this, too.
2: <laughs> Plus, said, there's no rules, so you don't it, really have to do nothing. Yeah, I mean, but yeah.
4: it's the cheapest place you can race. Yeah. But yet, he said it's also, and I found this profound, he said it's also the number one place that he can get sponsorship for.
3: Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I, yeah. I think
4: to myself, oh, well, I Robertson had, had
2: to turn people away because he had no room left Correct. on his car. I've oh, never yeah, heard
4: for
1: sure. such a thing. For right. Sure. Well, What about you racing, Bowman Gray?
2: We could do it one time. I
5: don't know about (laughs) that. (laughs) (laughs) I know somebody's got two or three I mean, if we could
1: get you in a ride, would you go and drive? I don't know, man. I think I'd much rather watch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like to
3: watch (laughs) there. I don't I mean, I'd say that you're spot on. I mean, I think the – I mean, it's a grind there. I mean, they race back yeah. to back to back to back to back. So, I mean, those yeah. guys that are racing, and most of the time their bodies are tore off. And, yeah. I mean, I know what it takes to fix them. So, I mean, I know it's a lot of work <laughs> right, right. that, yeah.
1: I mean, that they're putting in. So it's Go- Going back to Martinsville, we talked about, you know, how chaotic the race weekend was. What do you think they got to do to try to fix that? What do you think they got to do to get, you know, rules – how did they get I them in line I before think we get there and everything else? Really,
3: really, really simple. I think it's January, January 21st. You printed this rule book that's coming out, yeah. and the you know some yeah. bulletins come out last yeah. week. There's your rule book. It's got weights in it. It's got motors in it. Right. It's got carburetors in it. You yeah. have between now and October to figure out what motor you want to run. You know what? I mean, it's real simple. I mean, I, I think, yeah. it, and then. When you get there, if, when all these people are bitching, you know, how down they are, and i say, man, no, this is the rule book. What it is. come out in January. Giveaway. Hey, I'm going
4: gonna, gonna to show it a little more old school. How about the entry form? Like, as David Gilliland was leaving the track after getting, th- <laughs> getting thrown <Okay>. out, <laughs> out, he and I started talking, and he said, we've both been racing a long, long time. Where else were the rules not printed at any of NASCAR's other series for anything they've ever done? The entry blank determined everything, Mm
5: -hmm. right?
4: It said the rules that we had to follow when we went to Watkins Glen or the rules that we had to follow when we went to. So at what point can we, like, just produce a product that, the racer might have more than two or three days to try to gather parts and prepare for. I think that would make it easier for them to people to make and
3: it. And the the Lynn Carols that are running these shows, it makes their life so much easier. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to change so much, nothing and no, worry. And you can do all worry all about this. just managing the show and calling the race yeah. or whatever. The funniest you thing I thought, well, what there it, was two Fords in say, the field or something. something like I mean, yeah. they've been out since January. I mean, this is yeah. what we're
5: going about. There was two, right. four,
2: two I mean, Fords in the field. They're junk. The cars are junk. Matt Light drove from. 35th, the fifth place. Yeah. I was like, well, there's your motors, you right, know. I'm mean, like, right. come on.
5: Yeah,
1: and, and it definitely would make it simpler. Their, their life would be a whole lot simpler if they could walk in there and just go, that, did you guys read the rule book? But
4: in the um, in the garage when you got in trouble, that was the deal. Right, mm-hmm. did you read the entry blank? Oh, okay, yeah. You signed down here, and that's it. You, it's, it's the end. I, I just don't understand why now it's got to be.
2: Everybody tries to cater to somebody. Somebody cries. Somebody cries. Who cares? Tough. There it is. Just like you say, there it is. I mean, Let's
3: that's the only fix for it. It exactly. is. I mean, that's that's really. You're the gonna way. make the only somebody mad it, you're no matter what. No matter what, if you try to appease it, yeah. then yeah. somebody's gonna be mad no matter what. Well,
1: I think mean. everybody left there mad last year except for one guy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, <laughs> yes, right. I mean, they could probably appease a whole lot more people by just saying, "Here's the rule book" and move on. I mean, and I think that includes the fans. The fans like
0: left not happy. Oh, the with fans were extremely with mad. With the product they saw, how
1: it The
2: man that runs the racetrack was not happy.
1: No. No, and hopefully we're going to get him on here or on a podcast or something <laughs> very, very soon. So yeah.
4: We'll send a car for him or something
1: cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he can fly it, it, his helicopter I know, in. I, okay. I, that's <laughs> he don't need your I said car. what I said. <laughs> yeah. just not my car. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
4: send a car for him. Yeah, so I understand Race your 22 car. will sponsor it.
1: Race 22 ain't sponsoring anything. Got that credit
4: card number. I, oh, we'll yeah, I need, need your American Express, that by the way. That thing is gone. I shredded that years ago. Dang.
1: I wish I'd have kept up with the number. Um, <coughs> I think that's about all the questions we had for you that I can think of off the top of my head, unless you guys have, have any more.
4: I always got questions.
5: Well, throw them at you. Well,
3: right, so yeah. Okay, so we did – we were thinking me, – me and him were thinking, okay, so our topics, we got motors. We did that, I think. Kind yep. of, oh, probably. I got one more. Um, Martinsville went over that, so I guess we got spindles left. That's, we that's exactly roll. what spindles. I wanted yeah, to yeah, ask. That we that didn't talk what, what's about what's spindles. Uh, good, what's yeah. your
1: – you know thoughts on the spindles i mean obviously now they're not legal um but last year well go ahead tell us
3: that rule did not outlaw anything it didn't there, it didn't you, know, you know, I know you're in the business well, I know. somebody the, said the, that the, thal- it the thousand dollar kyle bush spindles or whatever that that you wrote about yeah. are still legal so everybody that's all saying that all oh, this is all for cost savings and all this is just doesn't know what they're talking about flat out i'll wow. say that i mean that's
1: That's the best way to really put it. So explain that. Explain how they're legal. Because the... It says, you know, can't be one piece. Yeah, yeah, it can't be one piece, but...
4: They just make it all and weld it together. I mean... Yeah. I I know it's not... I
3: mean, you can make it into anything you want, really, right? But it it can't be one piece,
4: so two, by the rules, says it's
1: legal. Interesting.
3: Well, the ones that you're referring to that or Kyle Bush right. ones. Yep. That's what I'm using because that's sure. what you know, all the yeah. people that type, you know, that's what they read. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> sure. those are those are actually three <laughs> pieces, if I'm correct. You know, it's no, the, the main spindle, right. the snout welded in. But to beat the rule, all you gotta the have an arm is 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 welded
4: on Right, but all you gotta have is and more there's than still one, still thousand dollars. Yeah.
3: I mean so there's th- I mean so you can still get your thousand dollar spindles. I mean I understand the cost savings part of it, but it really it didn't it didn't
1: outlaw that. Do you have those? How,
3: how long have you run those? Um, I mean, not not as long. Probably we got some around
1: <laughs> July probably. Uh, so after you've seen them at the Hamlin? Mm-hmm.
2: So somebody took yeah. hours to write that rule, and he just made it look stupid to about eight seconds. I mean, right. I mean,
1: and that's <laughs> the <was laughs> way I That was <laughs> I mean, essentially I mean, what <laughs> they were <laughs> trying <laughs> to <laughs> eliminate. I don't was, even know that about cars,
2: but you just explained it like one. I mean, they nope. out, somebody uh, didn't read that rule. I mean, if
3: it's, if it's welded on, I mean, I could take my $1,000 spindle tomorrow, run it through – his bandsaw and re it on there, and it's still a thousand dollar spindle.
4: Right, that's right, <laughs> right? This is 100% right. The, the way y- I read, I mean, you
3: said it right, you and I might be wrong. I mean, I might be interpreting it differently. No, that's I mean, right, and nobody's, so and, and, go- and you every,
4: it will conform. The rule will actually change. You watch what happens here. This right. has happened two or three times. So, we came out with one, and then everybody's going to figure out that we just have to put a bandsaw, they're not even going to cut them, they're just going to take and weld it. Right, so it looks like I cut it, but I didn't. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> that's, that's what the junior
1: motorsports camps already <laughs> doing yeah, over here. I mean,
4: <laughs> <there's some> High fives <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. I mean, I there, I right? I mean Ray I Charles s- can see what's going to happen here.
5: This has happened every year. <laughs> I saw, I saw one particular comment on there that you know that was saying, you
3: know, late model stock doesn't need thousand dollar a piece spindles, and I don't disagree with that. But I mean, I don't, I don't know how you what you do about it now. I mean, I, you if can't. Out it's there Pandora's box. It's open. Yeah, I mean, it's I just, don't know
4: how It's the same way we got to the motor thing. It's just as soon as you open Pandora's box, it's over. Then now, now, you're constantly playing defense, and if you're gonna play, they they gotta play enough defense because we're trying to beat them all the time. Let alone if we get a ten yard head start, we got them. It's over, <laughs> right? I mean, th- it's just not the way that it works.
3: I mean that that whole deal. I mean, like I said, I I agree. If if you, and I, and I'm not sure how you could or how you would write a rule that would eliminate the cost part of that and, and keep the cost down on it i wouldn't be opposed to that but what they wrote did not do that from the way i see it and a lot of other people a- see have, it. You have you asked any officials who do you ask, ask <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> uh, yeah who do, do you ask fair enough i mean fair yeah enough. exactly we, we asked the tour you know where the precision on it was and basically they you know kind of said that there are not they didn't have a position on it that they weren't really concerned with it yeah. that they were concerned with the prices of tires and motors and stuff like that so i mean so i mean like i said i don't really know who you ask i mean anybody can tell you and, and it's like he was saying earlier i mean that you still got i know people right now are, are calling all these tracks I mean, right now it's saying, hey, what's your position on the spindle? Are you going to follow the NASCAR rule on it right. or not? You know, and they're like, oh, well, I don't care. And then this other track over here is yeah. saying, we're enforcing it. So, I mean, then you're all, like you said, I get, you got everybody right. I get divided. four or five different
4: calls a day from people at different racetracks, and I feel stupid because you don't know what little thing they have that not every other racetrack has. Well, hey, these guys are, oh, okay, so you try to go through. I, it's a full-time job just to stay up with the five or six tracks that our customers yeah. race at what rules they're going to imply. And, and then once you get down a path and they decide, oh, yeah, we decided that wasn't. Yeah. Now we go completely down You'll another s- path. Start and all I, over. Right, yeah. You get super confused as to what it is to where I, I, wish, I wish that, that NASCAR would maybe take a little bit of the Cars Tour approach from the basis of, I think the Cars Tour lets it go and play out organically a little more they don't try to necessarily handicap all of it where they sit back and say, well, let's see how this goes. And and they may catch a hard time for it, but they may not. 90% of the time, NASCAR just copies their rule anyway. So okay. I, intr- I, I applaud their fact of, all right, well, we don't know if this is going to be a big deal or not. Let's not start the world on fire. Let's see if this becomes a problem. And then if it does become a problem, we'll address it as opposed to, we're not doing that. Everybody back. Nope. This is it just turns people off, I think. And NASCAR just waits. The Cars Tour approves all their stuff for them. And the, oh, yeah, we'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? what I, I thought you were the leading sanctioning body, and I'm not here to completely bash them. I, I just don't understand. My cars will never get through tech ever again anywhere, any racetrack. Yeah. I'm sure. But I
3: mean, well, <laughs> I yeah, I, so that's a question. That, so that reminds me of two, two things. So, one, I didn't understand. If all, after all this stuff at Martinsville, why did they not take motors? After the race and go dyno them. You don't have to tear the guy's motor to a million pieces, so he's got yeah. to pay to put it back together. It's too late. Take it. To, well, I know it's. <laughs> <late> <laughs> Everybody had to but go home. Did, so with all this stuff, right. you
5: know, made a bunch of rules. Say, they were did they check so anything different?
1: at Martinsville? I don't know. I, I mean, because we the were sitting there. I was In there. Say, we were sitting sitting in there in media Josh Berry was not in tech after the race. Yeah, I understand. I don't. But we were sitting. We I mean, were sitting in there in the media center, and after about thirty minutes, forty minutes, yeah, whatever, the shortest tech was, ever, wasn't it? I, I said to myself, I, said, "I better go out here and check and see what's going it on." It was tech. done, you know what I mean? No, they loaded up and gone, man. I'm like, "Yeah, we were there for a
2: couple hours." Yeah,
1: yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Okay, so my question for you guys is, huh,
3: so I, so you, I know you, earlier you asked me, you know, if I felt like the need to be outspoken on certain stuff, you know, for the, for cause blah, blah, blah you know what. It, so do you think the fact of me being outspoken or taking a, a stance against a rule or a motor or whatever directly affects calls that I get at the racetrack or goes when I go through tech or a situation like a, a Martinsville on a restart like that?
1: Well, I mean, I don't think that call had anything to do with that. But <clears throat> I, I do think that a call could go against you based on what – I mean, I think Lee Williams is a great example. 100%. Lee Pulliam today is like – you know, the most PC person you'll ever talk to. Like when I call him to interview him, he was like, PC, hey yeah, man, love you, blah, blah, blah. You <laughs> know what I mean? And it's every, yeah, they're doing a good job. I think it, uh, it used to be, he just run off at the mouth as soon yeah. as you started talking to him. Yeah. And I think he learned that he really couldn't afford to do that, especially with having cars. You're in a different position. You, you know, you're only driving. Um, I don't know I bet, I, th- I think it could go against you but I but I also think that I somebody's got to do it part that I that I, hate I think 10, ten ten years ago maybe
2: more now we're so we're we're all professional everything's professional here we Where? got everybody's Where? looking at everything Where? not in this room right. not ever um but you know the sports professional whatever everybody's filming something they're not gonna go you know ten years ago we they might get pissed and do something to you you know what I mean but I don't think as much now I, I don't think I I think. Yes.
4: I I think I if, do. if you saw But here's it what I'm going to tell you. Th- our level I think you I would I, I say think it, yes. Disagree, yeah. I I think that you will I I think you will get patronized to a point. But what I think is interesting is I think that's when you know you made it. Because I think and I'm not saying made it to where you've ended your yeah. career and you're ready to retire and go off and have hundreds of kids. I I'm just saying I think that's <laughs> when you know that you the guy that sucks catches no
1: flack.
2: No, yeah,
4: he L- can let's say get out there. nobody I'm talks ahead. about the guy finishing twelfth. Yeah, the guy, the 12. guy that
1: yeah. sucks. I mean, like Zach Roan. We're not talking yeah. about him. Yeah. I mean, well, no in motorsports. <laughs> <soda> <laughs> <laughs> perfect. I mean, he's even got
4: the name right. <laughs> I, I just think that yes, you're going to catch some bad ones, and I think you're going to catch
2: some bad ones for you. But I think he just used reverse psychology. He won't now because he just said it. <laughs> I think you yeah, that's, that's what he's trying, trying to, do. to do he's <laughs> trying to make sure they I, all hear I, it <laughs> doesn't matter yeah, it so if it does have your last I told you I think you got it <laughs> I think
4: that's the kind of the cross you got to bear in that deal right I, I, think, mean, I think I think the sport needs you to do it
3: I Do mean, you I'm think I'm it's worth gonna, it for you to do that, that to get a That's a, a better call. question I don't I mean it's hard to say I think cuz from the driver team side you that is hard to like well it's it's hard to say and I think the reason why I'm more apt to be more outspoken on it is because Realistically, I feel like, you know, if I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to be able to do this. Sure. You know yeah. Know what I mean, sure. I, I mean, it's, I, realistically, – has got
2: to a point. Something's got to
3: give. give. Something's right? got to I mean, give. I mean, right now, like I said, we're, I mean, sponsor doesn't come back next year. Is it time to do something else? You know what I mean? So it's not like I feel like I can be a lifetime late model racer, Virginia for Motorsports forever. So I mean I think 8 years ago I mean I'm going to try not to make a peep about anything number sure. one cuz I don't sure. know keep my head but down but number two because I don't want to stir up anything that you know but yeah. I think now I mean I anything that really any anybody says I think has you know the right intentions you know I think I just I guess seeing it from the perspective of us and the team you know having the team and everything I think you know you just see how much stuff costs a lot of times on paper. I think the Saturday night racer doesn't realize, you know, 100 here, 500 here, sure. you know. But when you see it all, you know, because it's all budgeted, I mean, we know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you see all of it, how much you spend on how much more expensive it is to run a built motor at Motor Mile versus a crate motor at Hickory or vice versa, I mean, that's when you see, I mean, you just, you see the stuff. and I, and, I, and I don't see how others don't see the same thing but i, I don't mean, see how they probably would have their own reasoning.
4: spending money doesn't equate to time that's the thing i can't figure out i can't figure out how people would rather spend $1000 more on spindles than know that their kid with two sets of tires got 165 or 250 or 4000 more laps so they don't equate the money to the time it drives me absolutely crazy cuz you get a dad that comes in that's like here i Here's a suitcase of money. What do I need to do now? And you're like, I, I just started telling him. I took kind of a Greg Marlowe <laughs> play. What you need now is to go run about 12 million laps over there <laughs> and spend about three years getting your butt kicked, and then you can come back and actually compete. But until then, it's great that a lot of these young guys get in there and dominate, but what kills me is when they start to run out of money – now, all of a sudden, money becomes important because now they're trying to prolong their time.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. But let, let's be honest. What young guys jumping in there and dominating? They're not. It's not mm-hmm. happening to yeah, them I don't but see that's it. But
4: that's uh, some yeah. of it is my opinion of why people quit so quick, too. Sure. Because they don't just come into it and spend as much as Junior Motorsports is spending. Or you can buy 15 dudes and have a... 48 foot tractor trailer out there and do all this crazy stuff and still go get your butt kicked. Yeah. It's the time that you put in to grind and through it. So, why does everybody want to pay more, which means they can actually res- race less? That's the thing I can't figure out. To where if we curbed it to where we spent less and raced more, the whole sport would continually try to grow. But that's not the memo. I and mean, may- I'd like to raise my chassis to 100 grand too. So, but
1: <laughs> well, everybody already says it's the chassis guys. Anyways, ah, it's making true. all the money. Yeah. So.
4: yeah, right. Steel went up 33 percent. We raised the price 200 bucks. Good, good. a big move. <laughs> big move. We made big things happen there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, totally. Though on the the cost, you know, it, it, it's got to be reined in at some point or another. I it mean, and I think we are on a path to trying to get it reined in. Yeah. But I, I do think that if the spec motor is twenty eight thousand or or just <laughs> whatever the number is, that much more than the Harrington or the um, Ford, then we either need to figure out how to get it back down and make the same horsepower, or it needs to be eliminated. And I do think that it will probably will be eliminated at some point or another because, if I'm not mistaken, Cars has an agreement with Harrington not to change anything, and they have an agreement with Ford not to change anything. Well, there's nobody to talk to over the spec motor. They mm-hmm. can't go to the, that guy and say, because it is no guy. There, it's just all kinds of people. So I think that that's one thing that... I think could help a whole lot.
4: If nothing else comes out of this, I'd like to just establish who the racer talks to. I would like to know who, at the end of the day, anybody can jump in the comments, Get NASCAR can jump in the comments, who does the racer actually call when they have questions? Hmm. that That's what I, right, right, me, yeah. I, and, and I'm just going to end up looking like the bad guy at the end, of, which is fine.
2: At, I put, the the, I at the end the, of the day, that sounds like the dumbest thing ever, though. This big-time thing we have here, and we don't know what's going on with and, it and you know at what's, all. What's, I
4: what's I mean. interesting is all the people that are inside the machine think it's terrible, and all the people on the outside just wish they were in the machine. How can we not get them to do it more? How can we not get NASCAR to want to bring those people into it? Because they don't. They can't even tell us that are in the machine spending the money, spending your own dollars, your own time. Your own, you can't even give them an answer. How do you remotely think that you're going to get to the 14-year-old kid in Michigan that his dad loves racing and his family loves racing and they want to race? Where do we bridge that gap? Because there's nobody to even talk to.
1: Mm-mm. If you were going to run the Triple Crown, who would, you ta- would you have to call each racetrack's... That guy individually to discuss what the rules, are, and how things are going to work. Shane like, Yeah, I mean that's Langley Speedway, but I mean I don't think. Well, I thought, I thought he's mean, over I, everything. No, I don't think. I so. mean, I, maybe I don't. Know. He, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't
3: know. I mean, I think we went through that a lot before we started running the cars tour. You know, we like we spent uh, the first half of I think um, 2015 maybe. I, I don't know. The years all run together, I guess now. But yeah. what, what, you know, one year we kind of spent, <laughs> and we were kind of bouncing between Hickory and Greenville and Motor and I mean, every week you were, even then you were still, you know, what can you know, just trying to make sure yeah. you 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 know what, and it only got worse from there. So I mean, yeah, yeah. you would have to, you would have to, but I will say that it, it does seem like lately, at least, it, everybody seems to be getting more on the same page. Than I agree. The gap oh, yes, four years ago. Yeah, I mean, everybody yeah. seems to be. You know, now you're just. I mean, motors and weights and carburetors and spacer plates and, you know, stuff like that, I think, are the stuff that you can – because, I mean, it wasn't not too long ago what that um, somebody qualified on the front row at Martinsville and had a pl- spacer plate on by accident, I think, right? It was – was that Jeff Oakley?
4: Yes, yeah. Jeff Oakley. Yes, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. But you
3: can't—you can't convince me that they—they they put that sp- spacer plate on there, thinking like, "Man, I'll hopefully get this one by." I mean, it was probably an honest mistake, because they just probably didn't I, know the rules. I mean,
1: hey, wait a minute, Did I not i happen to Old Dominion. Yeah, never mind. Uh, yeah, 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 I, mean, I, I yeah, yeah. Just, I'm not—I'm not commenting on that one. Um, <laughs> going back to the spindle thing. Uh, Brian Reedy chimed in. I'm assuming this is about spindles. Um, said if outlawed, it should have been across the board. Not this brand is okay, but not this one. I'm referring to there, but
3: I think um, I, I don't want to get into brands. I don't want to. I don't, don't want no. to call into people out, but yeah, you know, more or less, what he's saying is correct. You know, there, there's a there's a spindle out there that has the the steering arm billet CNC'd into it and then you have one that's welded on. Now, you can argue <laughs> if that's even really that big of a deal, but when I say that really to make you know one spindle legal based on their rules, I would have to cut it in his span saw and weld it back on, and then it's still a $1,000 spindle. I mean,
1: I thought the rule was related to cost, and really it doesn't seem like it was. Well, take that a little bit further for us. I know you don't want to really call anybody out, but, like, what spindle do you think was outlawed?
3: I mean, it was the one that everyone's calling one piece, but it's actually two pieces because it's a spindle with a steering arm and then a snout welded in it. Okay.
1: I mean, I I don't know who builds spindles. I don't know. That's above right my Right now bakery. everybody does. Yeah. I mean, anybody with a
3: CNC machine, I guess, yeah, can do
4: them. Yeah, right you now know, everybody. you gotta got a CNC machine, you're on it.
3: Yeah, I mean it.
4: We're still building them the old way here.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. <coughs> <laughs> james benfield uh chimed in and he said a sponsor and car owner controls the driver's mouth if not they will find one who does for sure and' that's, probably right of course race fairly morning. outspoken yeah. especially now that he's not in a car yeah, he's but he's a racer. outspoken but he's a
4: racer that's why
1: yeah have you i'm assuming not but have you caught any flack you know from that side uh, of you being outspoken
3: no i don't think so
1: i mean I, they I'm
3: not sure. I mean, you know, really if haven't
2: win. Yeah, yeah you're crazy really or nothing. Yeah, not really the crowd or nothing. I don't nothing. think I've, yeah, you know,
1: went, went bananas. I mean, not th- Troy McCarty chimed in talking oh about god. the spindles. He said that there. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, there are rules on angles, so it don't matter if it's one piece or twenty. Okay. I don't. I don't really know. <clears throat> That's above the spindle conversation is above my pay grade, so I'm depending on you Yeah, that, that you one was too. above my head. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. so Troy, maybe uh, chime back in. I mean, uh,
3: to <coughs> me, it's not really about one piece or two piece. I I thought the whole thing was about cost, and we didn't do that. That's I mean, that's all I'm really getting at. I'm not really yeah. uh, trying right. yeah, yeah, to shame. You don't care if it's two, Yeah, you don't care. One's five an advantage, or doing this, or whatever. That, you know, you yeah. can still go buy them. I mean, I I can go buy a twenty-five hundred dollar helmet, or I can go buy a six hundred dollar helmet. Right. I mean. Right.
1: Right. It doesn't. So there's there's really there's really no fix for that. Is what you're saying There's no way I, I mean is there a way For them to even Write that rule To where That That spindle Would be outlawed I mean if If you say I you can cut it old So how How would How would they we, write We go
4: back Old school cup Where we had to have Built all that Old cast Stuff that we had To grind down To try to make lighter I don't know how Those were production Spindle of sorts I don't know Beside that How we do I mean doing. but
3: I, At that level They've already been Through all this Right
4: That's what I mean but that's what I can't figure out. How have we been through this all? But, yeah, we don't care about this. I mean, they here. had those rules, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Right? Like, that's my question again. Yeah, we've been through this. We've done this. We got all the data from all these 5,000 races that have happened. We know what worked, what didn't work. Down here, let's not employ any of those tactics that we learned up here. Let's just continue to do whatever we want to down here and let it run amok. How, how is that going to win?
1: i don't know i'm going back reading some of the comments that uh, derek Stoltz said that uh at motor mile people's kids were going to be carrying in 12 packs <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: and,
1: and and to uh david hagan's credit he did <laughs> say so that mad. he didn't care if everybody coming in had well, had four or six beers whatever it fit i can't remember yeah. but he didn't care if every one of them had beers in it or if what they had in it it didn't matter to him so it was pretty uh awesome pretty interesting
0: <clears throat> sounds like the best I, I, sponsors for that facility is dui lawyers
3: I think Doc's (laughs) drinking again (laughs) (laughs) I think he drinks I mean I agree with Roger on that thing I just can't see that really Everybody makes a big deal out of it But I don't really see how it's going to affect anything I mean,
4: I just had an old timer tell me one time And I I thought that was pretty interesting I'm not going to bring up who he is He's still kind of around But he says You know all these racers think they're one shot click away from winning this race He's like there's five guys going to win this race the other 15 got no idea. Right. They're not a right. shot click away. They're not a tire away. They're not a new right rear away. They're not a rent and spring away. They got to work harder to get there. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people – Miss out because we do want to talk about how we can buy a thousand dollar spindle all and all put it stuff. on Facebook what, and oh, Instagram. It's so funny. Ba- ba-
2: ba- ba- all back in the day, Speedy Fawcett won all the races at Ace. He won thirty three late mile races in like a four year period. And I asked him, I said, "How you win on? this?" He said, "My car is nineteen years old." He said, "On Sunday I work on it, Monday I work on it, Tuesday right. I work on it. He right. said, These other guys unload on Thursday and wonder why I'm kicking their butt every week." You know?
4: Right. That's what I don't understand. That's that's why I wanted to do this. I, I wanted Langley and I talked about this show. Quite a bit, and the thing I wanted to do is I wanted to eliminate the excuses. I wanted to have guys like him on that do the grind and eat all the garbage that they have to eat to yeah. try to continue going where they need to go. Don't you
2: think there's a lot less now than there was three or four years ago of these kids just coming in, not touching a car and driving it and leave? No, you don't think? No,
1: no I think there's a lot less of those I kids coming in, but yeah. I don't think there's a lot less of them. You know, not uh, you know, not you know, working on the car. I mean, right. I think part to add on, like, what you're saying with the whole
3: rules is, I mean,
1: 10, 15,
3: 20 years ago, I mean, you didn't have Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff where all these people can read right. and form opinions on yeah, it without right. really knowing. I mean, right. I mean, your posts are <laughs> <laughs> controversial. They also <laughs> had a rule book that everybody yeah. got, and they read it, and they go, oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. Well, right.
2: <laughs> no, <we're laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. That's, That's exactly what happened. happened. I mean, That's exactly <laughs> what, <laughs> what happened. Listen, when Greg
4: Marlow came to work here, I said – I, your, our licenses came, and I gave him the rule book. This is no shit. He walked over to the <laughs> trash can, and I used to carry it all the time. He walked over to the trash can. He looked around, threw it in the garbage, went right back to welding. I was like, "All right, so the rules have been set here. This is the way we're going to do this." I, I don't, I don't know that there's a win. I, I don't, I don't know unless the collective group gets together, and some people become outspoken and are willing to stand up and say, "Hey."
2: Somebody takes a lead right. and does. And,
4: and that, that's why this needs to happen. We need to give – we need to show people some ways that I think people are making it and other ways that people aren't. And I just don't think enough people get access to to guys that have made it, to the Phillips, to the Lees, to the whatever, to be able to realize how hard them dudes go after it all the time, eat, sleep, how much of their families they give up, how much of their vacations they give up, yeah. how much of their – they live in a smaller home, how much of they're driving a 1984 minivan with no bumper, how much, you know, what they give S- off. So I now. <laughs> that's now. That's why I that. How much they give up to be able to actually get what they get. And then if you do understand that, how are you pissed when a guy gets mad after he put his whole heart, body, soul, life in front of this to make oh. it successful? How do you crap on him when he gets pissed because he feels like something didn't go his way? Uh, that's a that's a form of commitment that I think a lot of people don't understand to be successful. That that's what it takes. I
5: right. think overall, I, I do think it is
3: heading in a little bit of a you know more positive direction. I mean, I think in the end, what everybody wants is for them to to go by the rule book that they print. And sure, there's plenty of things, like I said, there's plenty of things that you know you could talk about that are that people let go that aren't in the rule book and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But, I mean, and you're not going to fix it overnight. 100%. But not. at least if you can give people a direction to work in so you're not just – I mean, it's even like the spindle thing. Let's say even if you wanted to go that route where you just you know outlaw it completely. Say, look, by 2020, you can't run them anymore. Right. So when you wreck one, you should probably – Right. You know, I mean, don't go buy another. Right. But, yeah. but
1: to your point, how would they do
3: that? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just using that as an example. I, got you. I don't think. You know, World, but, but I, I got you. It's like I mean, Cars Tour wrote in, and, and I don't know if NASCAR may have done this as well. You know, wrote in the rule book that said, you know the 604 is going to be phased out sure. of competition, yeah. and this motor is going to be phased out. You know, yeah. that, those type of things. I don't I know mean, if
1: NASCAR ever wrote that in there. I'm but not I sure There was up. a best release, I think, or something. That's been the there? last, last year. They
2: say, oh, you can't do this anymore. Well, everybody's like, well, crap, I got this. Right. You know, now what the hell am I going to do with it? You know?
4: I'll tell you what you're going to do. It's going to be a second chance. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole graveyard full of stuff down there that was great ideas yeah. that people have spent. This is the only machine or business that I've ever seen that consumes money as fast as you can shove it in the shredder if you don't believe it go to rcr it's the truth right they're just throwing pallets of it in the shredder for what right like at some point if we can curb it to where it's marginally you know like you can flare your fenders out an extra two inches i I don't know let's come up with some way that doesn't just torture everybody to death and cost because we're running the middle out we're completely running the middle out yeah
1: T- talking about spindles, Adrian Hodges uh, chimed in, said spindles aren't winning races. It's who's in between the seat and the steering that's winning races. Spindles are just a small piece of a big puzzle, and and of course he's right. I mean, there's no doubt. But he- everything, you know, and I'm not against or for the spindles. I don't. I'm not smart enough to know anything about them. I don't actually. If you showed me one, I wouldn't know what the hell it was. Um, <clears throat> but at, at the end, at the end of the day, I'm just for whatever saves us. Yeah, period. Sure. A- as a whole, for late model stocker, because that's all I really care about. Late model stocker racing. What saves us? If it saves the drivers money, if it you know gets more fans in the stand, that's all I care about. So I mean, that's a- and ultimately, I mean, if the spindles don't matter, then we don't need to be writing a rule for. Them. You know what I mean? We don't need, re- especially a rule like if you say that it's that convoluted, anyways. You know that it basically <coughs> bigger does fish nothing, to nothing. Then why would we write it? it? Did
4: CE have them on? Do I now? Did CE have them on? <laughs> Shot me down. I was like, I got him here. I, got, I thought I have him. Sorry.
1: I mean, maybe we need to start making a list of spindles at the racetrack instead of engines. Right. You know? yeah. I uh, think that would be possible. I, I, yeah. I, hey, if, well. if Kim would do it, I, I told her one time, oh I said, geez. I said, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go get every driver's chassis, shocks, whoever built the shocks, the engine builder. I need, I need everything, okay? I, I need to know how many stickers is on the side of their car. I want it all. Because, I mean, these fans – I mean, and it's not just fans. It's other teams and stuff that will ask on there. I mean, like, they want to know. I mean, like, I get people – if we go to a race and we don't have a list of engines, we get text messages. Hey, man, do you happen to know who so, – such and such, what engine they sure. have? Sure. I mean, like, people really want to know that. I mean, like, it's, it's that important. That's the second best part I mean, of race monitor. Do you care? Uh, that's the second best I mean, part of race monitor, for real. It. It's they the are tied up with it.
4: The time is the best. 90% of the
1: time, there's a wrong – I don't Just care. Like people not. still, I'm Just telling you, you know.
4: people still go nuts about it. Did you see he had? I'm like, no, nope, he didn't. I he mean, didn't. you guys <laughs> probably know more than any of I
3: didn't. mean, he, I, know, I remember at the fall brawl at Hickory, you were like, and like I said, I'm not going to name them. They were like, such and such is wearing me out to know if you have a Harrington. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah <I remember laughs> I'm like, yes, this is the first time I've ran yes, it at Hickory. I remember you know, that. And, uh, <laughs>
1: I mean, people are ate up with it. Yeah, ate up with yeah. it. Insane, man. I well, mean, since all this crap's it, it happened, it, yeah. I
3: mean, yeah. it don't, it don't, I mean, it don't matter if it's who's driving it or what car it is or anything. It's yeah. just what motors in that car. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Everybody's just consumed with it. Lately. I guess
1: at Martinsville two years ago, uh, speaking of engines and you know letting them know what it. I guess uh, Lee put the wrong one on the side of his car intentionally. Uh, Pull you, yeah. In, and. He got in trouble for it. I don't know exactly what happened. He was telling me about it, and he didn't tell me that. He may have told me the whole story. I, I forget things. I don't know. But I, I just found that interesting that he got in trouble for telling them the wrong. Well, I mean, yeah. a lot of
3: the – I mean, even the stuff at Martinsville with all the banter and and griping and politicking for the motors, I mean, a lot of those guys that had spec motors, not all of them, a lot of them had Harrington's that they've ran this year. Yeah. And, I mean – I'll yeah. tell you what, and I applaud Philip for doing what he did. I do too, because that's exactly what I would have done if I had to. If I had them both sitting there, and I really thought, if I really, really thought that that's what I needed, you can damn sure that me, yeah. Matt, and Ryan, and Justin, and
1: Steven, and all that, we're gonna be yanking it out and
3: sure. changing it. So uh, how bad do you want it? That's I, it.
1: That was all. I mean, that's how bad do you want it? I won't mention the driver's name. But after Martinsville, I'm talking to them about their engines and what they had and what they were running. They run a spec motor. I said, well, why'd you run a spec motor? Because you know, told me this driver had told me beforehand that he thought the Harrington was going to be the best motor at Martinsville. He said, I thought we could get some rule changes. He yeah. said, and that's why I run it. All well, well, you, I mean, you, you had to do was raise did. your hand. And I mean, there was plenty of people. Unless Tommy didn't. was in there. There was more people, people that people. raised people. their
4: hand that <laughs> had motors.
1: I'm like, what in
4: the world has happened? Like, people, yeah, don't
3: How do you not see this? That... I never will, that the driver's meeting or, or one of the meetings, I don't remember, I remember we were sitting there, I think it was the, the driver's meeting the day of the race, we're sitting there and they're going on and he's, we're like, you know, we're trying to make a more competitive race, blah, 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 so we're going to add weight and do all this, blah, 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 we're like sitting there, okay, 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 you know, and then they're like. Oh, yeah, and, and during the halfway break, nobody can make any adjustments. Nobody can fix their fenders. Nobody can beat out their doors. Nobody can clear a tire rub. Nobody can adjust their track bar. And uh, me being. And we got three officials. Yeah. Nobody touched us no We got three officials. <laughs> and I raised my hand, and I said, okay, is this. So you're saying that you're trying to make the most competitive race. So you believe that it's going to make a more competitive race if you don't let somebody fix their fender or move their track bar yeah. if their car's tight yeah. or something. I'm like. And then they were like, oh, oh, yeah, everybody can do whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, and that yeah. Was, yeah. and a mean, that's where it went from. It went from yeah. one
5: stream to the yeah. absolute other. That's how rule changes go there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everything. In the driver's meeting, the worst part of the driver's meeting is when you're sitting in there, when they do the one inside the media center. Yeah. And we're always in there for it, and, you know, we're listening, and they'll say such and such rule. And then somebody will go, and they go, I raised my hand, by the way, because y'all can't see me. But um, they'll go, well, on the entry blank it says X. Oh well, that's what we're doing then. We're not gonna do this. Well, just make up your damn mind to do one I thing. I mean, just let them do whatever. I mean, and
3: that's ended up what they did, and that was the right thing. I mean, yeah. we we changed the power steering pump at halfway because I had no power steering the first half. Yeah, well, not we. I, I could tell I, by I the way the brakes
4: were glowing. You didn't have any power steering. <laughs> we had good brakes. They glowed. <laughs> they glowed, but, I, they glowed, but
3: um, we had. I had no power steering, and I didn't change it. But I was. I saying stayed in the car, but. I mean, if you can get it in those races, if you can get it changed in five minutes, whatever. I mean, you're going to – if somebody changes their carburetor and puts a big carburetor on it wins the race, they're going to get thrown out afterwards anyway, right. so what's the matter?
1: Well, seeing as you come prepared tonight with your own list of topics that you thought we were going to talk about, anything we missed? I don't think so. <clears throat> Man, we hit it all. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you had to remind us of the spindles. I'm, you know. I'm glad you came. Th- th- I, I think I've this th- is what we got to do. I've been thinking
3: on it a little bit. Like I said, I, you know, I, I mean, I think you guys have the – the right outlook on it. I mean, it's just – I mean, you're trying to make people aware, but not just to create controversy. I mean, it's just to discuss the – Yeah, th- I, I don't really want to create – I think we're going to we create know. our own
4: controversy, not trying. Oh, there'll be controversy. Uh, for sure. I, I mean,
3: I, and I guarantee you somewhere, somebody tomorrow is going to be calling one of these chassis builders, maybe you, maybe, you know, a tech director and they're going to be like, I listened to such and such. And Josh Berry said that those – exactly. You didn't outlaw exactly. That's spindle. probably right. already <laughs> happening right now. They're probably I getting text it.
5: messages.
2: I and all the tech guys, all they hear was, wah, wah, and wah, Josh Berry. Wah, yeah, wah, wah, Josh Berry. That's and all they then heard. The, the motor builders
5: are
3: going <laughs> to yeah. be, my, my, my motor ain't, doesn't cost that much. Josh Berry's a liar. <laughs> 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 and they're
1: all but They'll all hate me. and
5: Headline, he Josh Berry ruined
3: hey, racing. <laughs> we already got the first
1: one that said that you were lying about the cost, and that would be Zach Bruinger. I've seen each other a while ago. I mean, I what? think he said he had twenty five bucks in his motor or something. I yeah, I mean,
5: he he know, runs like him. it too. So I mean, you know,
2: <laughs> we need somebody to be the voice of racing when we let him do it. Jesus, something <laughs> about
1: aunts and uncles and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> planting corn or really something. I don't honeysuckles. So yeah, something.
4: He didn't bring his mom to hang out, did he?
1: No, <laughs> yeah. oh, <geez>, stop. <laughs> just, just, stop.
4: Just, just checking. Just stop. There was somebody else. He said, <laughs> just, I <don't> just, <laughs> just
5: stop. Just stop. Please,
1: please don't go over that. Uh, and on the next episode. Gosh, and, and, and we 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 do have to about wrap it up here. <coughs> I mean, we can go as long as we want, but I don't think we should go too long. But uh, man, Josh, you've been actually a really good guest, and you know we appreciate you uh, coming on with like us. Like expect- yeah, well, you expected? Yeah, you actually did pretty good. That was condescending? Honestly, wow. No, no, no. Honestly, you, you never know. I mean, like you huh? get a guy in in, and I think this setting helps because you know we're just all kind of laid back. We've him three thousand times he's pretty good. you know, you know it's, sometimes he's full of crap. You know, on well, Facebook. So yeah. I mean, you know, you just never know you know what i mean (coughs) you never know i mean i don't mean that in any you know way i just mean that he's been a really good guest i think that people listening have got a lot of information i mean i certainly have
4: who do you want to thank right you know there's some he's already thanked
1: dale jr yeah i don't care about that right like
4: dale gets thanked enough but there's some there's always some people that that help you grind that nobody ever gets to know about right like greg marlowe was influential for me he really helped me Stick to the grind. I've had a lot of guys that have come through here.
2: Ryan and Matt. Nobody knows how they are. So. Yeah. Uh, they, so there's <laughs> some guys. I
4: mean, whether it's the sacrifice your wife puts up with, or your your parents, or you know what I mean. Who they don't get in so many of the. Who is there anybody else that you want to thank that just is selfless and doesn't have to? You know what I mean? They just work because they want to because they believe in your brand and what you're doing.
3: I mean, really, like you said. I mean, obviously, early in mm. racing, it was my dad. You know, sure. I mean, and. He, and I don't get to see him as much now because, you know, he lives in Tennessee still and I live here. But, you know, he was so – I mean, he did anything he could to just help us race at sure. the level we were racing now. I think he was already Racing there. then. And, um, you know, nowadays, like I said, all, all our guys – and I do – it's something that I do really take a lot of pride in, and you touched on it, is that we've had the same guys for so long. You know, and that's something that, like I said, we've had people come and go, you know, people decide that they want to do something different or whatever sure. but for the yeah. most part the core
2: guys have been the same
3: yeah I mean and they and it's a lot of sacrifice to go to go do the stuff every weekend and not you know, I mean a lot of them work really good jobs and could make more money on Saturday working you know sure, at, doing something else yeah at, at their normal jobs but instead choose to help me and yeah and I mean they've told me when you're done racing I'm done racing. right you know, I want to race until we go out I mean I take a lot of pride in that I mean I think I mean, you see, I mean, our group that we've had, you know, you recognize every year it's like the same, same people and, and even, you know, in our shop and everything, the same people. I mean, I think it's a credit to, to what we're doing and how we're operating. And I mean, I take a lot of pride in that.
1: What what questions did they ask? (laughs) Zach's chiming in again. He wants to know if you pay for Speed 51. I well, mm. <laughs> you might you might want to be careful how you answer this based yeah, on the last you know, I, question you answered I, about paying for something. I'm gonna say
3: no, and I'm gonna say this on if if I was you, <laughs> and I wanted to do that, which I don't necessarily think is crazy. Yeah, but you should give the Josh Berry's and Corey Lathams and Roger Johnsons free race twenty two, and say, look, man, I'm gonna give you this, and just. Share share some stuff on it. Spread it. Like, when I write about you, when I post a video on it, share it. Like, and then I'll say, okay. I've sure. been with him for when 10 you, years. I would to raise him to get this damn sweatshirt. Here we okay. go. That's Eight. my opinion. You, you okay. know how much, I'm speaking saying, of, you know how
1: much that shirt cost him? According to his Facebook, $50,000. <laughs> That's it how much that did. shirt did. cost him. I mean. He ain't seen 50 grand in his entire life, okay? Shit. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> I know what you're saying, though. I, I agree with <laughs> what you're saying, though.
1: No, I do,
3: too. I actually I mean, like I that idea. That's I mean, good say, hey, idea. look, here's a here's an account. You know, help me out with it. And, well, and I mean, I'm going to share the post-race interview at whatever. And then, you know, okay. more than likely, my dad and maybe my uncle or somebody, you know, they're going to get an account and somebody, you know what I mean? That's how it So is that the deal you're on with 51?
5: No.
1: Oh, okay. No, they don't. Figured. I'm not, I'm <laughs> just figured I'd ask. I'm not on any deals. <laughs> just just figured I'd ask. I mean, thought it was a good question? Sure. So we—I was actually surprised All that
4: two people still listening cared.
1: <laughs> I was actually <laughs> how many people are listening? <laughs> I don't know. You I can't know look at Is it. Do you have any was enough? a total six. Like 10, no, no, Don't yeah, don't say it. So don't, just don't say it. It, it ain't enough. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Just no matter so what, it ain't <laughs> enough. Yep, but live viewership, if you notice, on all these Facebook things, they're not very high unless it's some superstar. I mean, which I mean, yes, you are. So maybe ten thousand. I don't know.
4: Commenter,
1: I don't mean that in racing. I mean, like you know, somebody big outsider It just race. started last week you know? <laughs> well i mean you know <laughs> just showed up <laughs> he's not no zach
3: bruinger or anything but he's getting there yeah. yep you bring on a i guess i'm say more grassroots somebody that does it themselves and mm. works a real job we're and, gonna and oh well, we're gonna yeah. have yeah, many I mean, stock and drivers and that, yeah, I mean, stuff like that oh get yeah their, get their side of what oh yeah well i mean, I mean just like I'm how you
1: got I mean, on there is, that, that's how people are gonna get on if you want on the show you need to hit us up. I yep. feel That's like I feel like you
3: up. asked me because you thought I was full of shit, kind of. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> wanted to see if – you're like, all right, here, let's go. Like, Maybe that like, had a
1: little bit to do with yeah. it. But, I mean, you put it out there. I said, well, you know, he asked. Nobody else has asked, you know, except for Nick Payne, you know. Uh, but, you know, so we just –
0: Figured you you
1: know we'd put you on here just put a hello p- hi
0: caramba. Nick Payne well I that's another subject I for another must day must we thank you for I'm listening to the I race 22 podcast be, be sure going. and log on to race 22.com for articles video go clips go and more podcasts and don't forget we are live every Monday at 7 p.m right here on race22.com I must be going.